a lot of law firms have blogs now. You've probably noticed, in fact, that it is the go-to content marketing strategy that a lot of people use. But many firms see no actual results, no traction, and no real benefits for the colossal amounts of effort they put into writing. So, why is it so? My name's Chris Hargraves, this is Digital Marketing Mastery for Lawyers, and we are talking about why your law firm's blog is awful. Hopefully, I'm not talking about you specifically, but if I am, I will try and make this useful because I want your efforts to actually be worthwhile, and I want your time to be valuably spent, in particular your time dedicated to marketing activities, and that is what this series is about. So... What are the problems? Now, the downside here is that I've promised these particular sessions will be pretty short and sharp and to the point. So while I may or may not end up calling this episode Why Your Law Firm's Blog is Awful, the truth is I cannot go into all the various factors in a short episode that make all of the answers apparent. I want to make some assumptions. Firstly, that you are actively blogging, because if you're not, you don't really have a blog. You just sometimes write articles. So I'm going to assume that you do write regularly, that you write topics that are of vague interest to your audience and all those sorts of things that should be something of a given, although I'll probably deal with in various degrees in later episodes as well. But I want to come back to the nature of the written marketing piece. Uh, Copywriting is the word for it, if you've not heard that before. And The biggest problem I think law firm blogs have when it comes to their articles is the writing style. So essentially what's happened to you is that throughout the course of law school, you learn to write scholarly academic articles, right? That's a large portion of what you did in law school. And you got out and you might write pleadings, you might write contracts. But the truth is these bear no resemblance to the English language or whatever language your audience speaks. They have no relationship to each other. And so when you produce a case note that is essentially supposed to be used as a marketing piece, it's going to be ineffective for that. Unless your audience happens to be other lawyers, you have essentially gone and produced an academic article. Now, the majority of people have no interest in academic articles written by lawyers. So if that's what you're producing more often than not, it's going to be an unsuccessful marketing endeavor. How do we fix that? The first thing is this, you need to write for your client. So whoever your clients are, what degree of sophistication do they have? What sort of language do they use? What sort of questions do they ask? What sort of issues concern them? Why are you writing this and what would they like to get out of it? Rather than just delivering information, you need to deliver value and that might be in the form of information, but it has to be targeted to the people that you're actually writing for. So ensure that what you include and what you exclude are decided upon having regard to the people that you're writing for. That's my big tip number one. My second big tip in this very short summary is this. Stop stripping out all of your personality as you write. My bet is that when you engage with people in person, you in fact do so in a fairly affable, friendly, chatty way, and that when you sit down to write something, all of a sudden, the way in which you're expressing yourself somehow becomes completely and totally different. Now, why is that? 
It's partly because of where I started, which is how you learned to write. I think it's also because you're a little bit terrified of something ending up permanently on the internet that sounds silly or maybe too casual. Maybe you're concerned about not looking professional. But when you look at how people build relationships, you rarely walk up to the person that looks the most professional and hold out your hand, do you? You, look up, you walk up to the person, if you're a potential client, who looks like they're someone who wants to have a conversation with you, and then that's what you do. So make sure your articles strike a tone that is friendly and approachable and actually has some character. It actually has some bits of you. An occasional piece of humor does not ruin a legal article or make it unusable or unprofessional. It just means that you can bring a lighthearted and approachable nature to your writing style. So my homework for you is to look at your last written article and assess it against those two criteria. Is there any personality in it? Could I identify the article as having been written by you? That's really the easiest way to ask it. Or could it just be written by anyone because it's largely informational and has no personality or authenticity about it. And the second is this. Did the inclusions and exclusions that you decided on when writing the article reflect most strongly the things that your clients actually care about? Or was it you writing for other lawyers or for yourself? Those are the two big questions, and I think if you can get those right, they will make a dramatic difference, all other things being equal to the success of your law firm's blog. That is it for today. Go off and do the homework. You might find it extremely insightful. If you can't do it yourself, get someone else to do it and give you honest feedback about your efforts. I think that's a worthwhile exercise as well. Do not forget to hit the subscribe button wherever it is you are, because if you want to keep hearing these tips, that's the best way to do it. And I will see you next time.